Good morning and welcome to Morning Java, sponsored by our friends and good partners at the Get-Go Cafe and Market. You know, Taylor, I've never been to Get-Go. We gotta be honest, I don't live in the Pittsburgh area. I've never seen, what do they do that's so special that, that we always talk about? Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it, it is a gas station, but the food, it's, it's just like normal, it's better than fast food. And like, it's like the variety, the, the quality is very good. You can get like salads, wraps, healthy stuff. But then they also have like uh, chicken tenders and like fried appetizers. So like there's something for everyone. And right now, um, you know, if you don't want to go inside because of the whole global pandemic thing, they're doing curbside pickup. You order on like your giant Eagle app and they just bring it out to you, which is super convenient. Which is awesome. And, you know, we're talking about convenience and we're talking about stuff changing and the pandemic and we all don't well there's something that's new in the hockey world that i don't feel like has gotten a lot of discussion and that is the fact that the nhl might be permitting their players to return to the olympics am i right did i read that correctly yeah so they they skipped the 2018 olympics in pyongyang, in pyongyang because um i mean <laughs> the, the owners didn't want to send their players to the olympics before uh Gary Bettman the commissioner said it was like a disruption to the season and then of course they like you know they don't want to send a guy over to the Olympics have him get hurt and then you know for what they don't get anything out of that um but yeah the the new CBA which they're voting on um we should get the results by Friday um it includes um a provision that they can go to the 2022 Olympics in Beijing and 2026 I think that's Italy um which is huge because the, the Batman, the NHL, they really didn't want to send players back. I mean, uh, I covered the, the All-Star game in St. Louis, and that was something that Batman uh, was asked a lot about in the press conference, and he reiterated the same thing. He's like, you know, it's a disruption to the season. He didn't really see benefit in sending players. But, yeah, I mean, that's it's huge. I know representing your country and all, but there's a part of me that also wonders if players see it as a potential injury risk. And – could derail an entire season. Um, I find it very strange because if you root for one team and you follow that team and all of a sudden you're rooting against, let's say you're rooting for your country. So the last time that we had Olympics, you know, TJ Oshie is seemingly doing 50 penalty shots <laughs> to finish out a game for the United States and Sidney Crosby scoring the golden goal. I mean, it's, it's really weird. Do you like NHL being in the Olympics or do you not carry the way? I do. Cause I'm, you look back at what they did in in 2018 I thought that was interesting so um the <laughs> you you saw like more of the smaller countries do well I mean Russia won well I mean not Ru the Olympic athletes from Russia because remember they couldn't play right exactly as they won but then like you saw Germany I think Germany won won silver which which is I mean it's cool to see that because they wouldn't probably medal otherwise um but I, I think if you watch the Olympics you want to see the best of the best and especially looking at, at the next at least one maybe two it's it's probably the only time we're ever going to see Sidney Crosby and Connor McDavid together That's on the same point. team yeah. um, with Team Canada because I mean you figure to you know to have them ever play together in like the world championships they would both both teams would have to be out of the playoffs uh, early, which uh, it's probably not going to happen, you know, in the next four years. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that's really cool. Regardless if you're American or Canadian, it, I think it's awesome to be able to see that. 
Um, and then if you are, you know, pulling for the Americans, uh, you know, they've, they haven't had the greatest last couple Olympics. And I think they have a pretty good shot at doing well, uh, 2022, you know, maybe depending on who's, who's in it. I mean, like the Kachuk brothers, there are a lot of like good young Americans coming up. So I think, you know, whoever you pull for, it's, it's, it's good. So to put a bow on this, it all hinges on the players and the owners coming to terms on Friday, reportedly? Yeah, so the, um, the, there were three votes that have to take place. The NHLPA executive board, they already passed it. And then it goes to a, a uh, full NHLPA membership vote, so all players and all they need there is a simple majority. Um, Wednesday is when the voting opened up for them, and it runs for 48 hours, so yeah, Friday. Uh, the Board of Governors, uh, we're not sh totally sure when they're voting yet, but it'll be within, within a week that we'll know for sure. That's a lot of hoops to jump through. But anyways, we're waiting. We'll see. Olympics, I don't know. All right, Taylor, this is right in your wheelhouse. I know that you love, love, love minor league hockey. But before I ask you some questions, I have to show off these threads here that I'm wearing. This sweater that is a Wheeling Thunderbird jersey. Now, I am from Wheeling, West Virginia. People that have just started to follow the site are finding that out. And I was a season ticket holder to the Wheeling Thunderbirds. This is before they were even associated with the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I've always thought it's really cool that DK Pittsburgh Sports has a, a lot of minor league hockey stuff and now the Wheeling Nailers, which they're not the same, but it is the same. <laughs> what got you involved? Like, you love minor league hockey. Like, what got you into minor league hockey? Um, you know, I think it would really be the 2012-13 NHL lockout because, I mean, there was no hockey. I remember – because I, so I was living in Baltimore at the time. I was a freshman in college. Yeah, freshman in college. And my, my friend and I would, would drive from Baltimore to Wilkes-Barre just nice. to, to see games because, I mean, there's not – there wasn't NHL games to watch and you – uh, you, I mean, you can't watch the AHL games on TV. They're streaming. But anyway, so we would drive to, to games. Uh, we would go to games in, in Hershey and see Wilkes Bray there. Um, so I think it would really be that. It, and then Wilkes Bray had a really good run that year. They they went down 0-3 in the in the second round, so on the brink of elimination. And then they won the next four straight to become the first team in AHL history to come back from an 03 series de deficit and win game seven on the road. So, I mean, that was just really exciting. And then I just kind of followed them ever since. And then when I got here, uh, we had a little bit of Wilkes-Barre coverage. I, I got put on Wilkes-Barre coverage. I wasn't like uh, trying to get on it, but yeah, I, I got put on Wilkes-Barre and then I just asked and I said, can I do wheeling too? So um, I just wanted to, you know, cover the whole system. And I mean, it's, it's, it's well, fun. What is the state, or I should say, like, what is the state of minor league hockey? Because when I grew up and I, I was sitting in section 309 at West Banco Arena, it wasn't West Banco Arena at the time, and I was watching the ECHL, which still exists, correct? Mm -hmm. It yeah. is certainly not an East Coast Hockey League, though, anymore. Um, a lot of the teams that I grew up with, these big rivalries with Wheeling, whether it was the Columbus Chill, the Toledo Storm, the Johnstown Chiefs, um, Hampton Roads Admirals, I could go on and, and name off all, they were all relevant the East Coast. Is this still a healthy organization, the ECH? I know they've expanded, they've got teams all over, but 
there's been talk of for a long time that this league in its in its entirety might not be around too much longer. Is that true or is it thriving now? Um, I would say, I mean, it's thriving. They're they have what 30, 31 teams. Each team has an affiliate. But uh, back to what, so the East Coast Hockey League, it actually doesn't stand for that anymore. <laughs> I think like they well, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't stand for anything technically. They draw it's literally not called the East Coast Hockey League. It's only called the East AHL, and it just doesn't stand for anything. Um, I, I don't know. That might have been so silly. Yeah. Well, and because a couple of years ago they absorbed the Central Hockey League, which is okay. how a lot of those those teams out west came in, like out the yep. Allen Americans. You know, the Texas teams how they came into the league. Um, I mean, you still see teams like relocating, folding every now and then. I, but I mean, it's it's been the, the same markets for a while now and I like you like I don't know like Alaska folded recently but I mean that that's because you know they had their own issues you know traveling yeah. to Alaska but um I mean the like but like Wheeling specifically among the worst attendance in the league so oh. um but I mean you know they've 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 been bad for a couple of years uh so and I mean they have a new head coach who looks really promising Mark French so I think Wheeling, it's going to turn around there. Uh, you know, fans are going to have something to actually share for. I know that my family still is in Wheeling, and they, they go to games every now and then, and they say that it's, it's barely – the attendance is low. They've made some huge renovations to the arena. It's actually mm-hmm. pretty nice now. Oh, it's beautiful, uh, when, yeah. When you go back. But it's – I was I was a, an usher for hockey games <laughs> when I was in high school in Wheeling, and it used to be a tremendous event, and it was a lot of fun. Minor league hockey was – the best you were guaranteed at least three fights a game that was typically high scoring because defense was awful and these players became a part of the community you know uh i I got to know several of the players that i grew up watching on the ice because they stayed in wheeling and they became a part of the community not sure if it still is that way especially with the chain going to pittsburgh but minor league if you've never seen minor league hockey go out of your way to just take in a few games it's certainly not the nhl but it's entertaining that is for sure yeah, well, but, but I, what you were saying about guys being in the community, it's, it is still like that in Wheeling, Good. for Good. sure, which is not the case in every other market. But, I mean, Wheeling, definitely very strong. A guy like Derek Army, who was with the team for years, he, you know, was on the 16 team that went to the Kelly Cup Finals. Um, I, I mean, some of these guys, they can't get them to leave. Like, Derek Army just came back as an assistant <laughs> coach. Um, and I, I just listened, he did a podcast with, with Wheeling about how it, that's just like the atmosphere in Wheeling and how it is very close knit. And you really do get to know the fans, like what you were saying. Um, yeah. I mean, you just got to follow the nailers. It's, it's, it's a good, you get to know guys like that. And then, you know, guys who are like the future, you know, prospects before they get called up to, to Wilkes-Barre and then the yeah. NHL. And if you're in the Pittsburgh area, it's not a far drive down to Wheeling. Tickets are always available, but my gosh, when I was a kid, they would go to a bank. They would have two players in a bank signing autographs. So it'd be lines out the door. I hope that continues. I hope it becomes more popular. Minor League Hockey, check it out. All right, last topic here, Taylor. I have my Thunderbird jersey on, as I mentioned in the last segment. Jerseys. I love jerseys. I love football jerseys. I love baseball jerseys. I love hockey jerseys or sweaters, sorry. What is your – let's talk hockey. What is your favorite team sweater jersey right now in the NHL? Not just the Penguins, but in the NHL. Is there a team that you're like, you know what, I love those jerseys. They're awesome. Right now, the, the Arizona Coyotes 
so they recently brought back their old 90s they're called the kachina jerseys as as alternates and then um do, do you know do you know which i'm, ta- I'm talking yeah, about yeah i feel like on twitter they're always asking they're like, fans like which ones they like it's like why are you asking them make up your own mind yeah they're they're like kind of so ugly that they're great like, <laughs> like the weird logo and like just like it's like a very busy pattern yeah. and like the colors it's great and they they announced that they're going to be wearing it for all their home games or where they're designated as their own team for the rest of the season so i think um we're really seeing a lot of teams bring back like throwbacks like that which i mean that's always my favorite when the anaheim ducks were like yeah we're going to throw it back to the mighty ducks and i'm like is that really throwing it back? That's like me saying I'm going to throw it back to just when I was a kid. Like, that's not really throwing it back too much. Um, I've always liked the classic uniforms, and the, and that, that goes across the board. Uh, the classic jerseys that haven't changed that much. I've always loved the Red Wings for some reason. It, it's just the wheel with the wing. Uh, there's something crazy. Maybe it was just Gordie Howe and, and the images growing up playing hockey. You would see that, and you would automatically think of success. Um, in terms of – I never liked Boston anything. Boston, I felt, was too close to Pittsburgh in terms of the color scheme and the way that it looks. Uh, a lot of the can- the Canadian teams I used to love. I like like Vancouver. Give me the old school black jersey with the skate across it. Like that's Pavel Bure era. That's what I grew up with. That's what I like to see. Um, let's talk about Penguins though. Penguins jerseys. What is your favorite Penguin jersey that they've had? And let's leave alternates out. I want to ask you about that secondary. Like, what's your favorite? scheme that they've run because they, they actually have run more than all the other teams yeah i i know a lot of fans don't like it but i really like the old uh like the triangle pigeon logo it has a lot of different names but it's the one without any arms you know the old one and yeah of the jerseys they wore with that i like the one that's like uh like three stripes with like a gradient it, it's it's kind of the same vein as the kachina where it's like kind of so weird and different uh a little bit ugly that i i really like <laughs> you talking about the alternate that had like the stripes on one side go around is kind of grayish yeah it, it it i i think that was an away jersey or like a home jersey it, it, okay. it was it wasn't an alternate it, but it looks like it should be an alternate because it's so weird um <laughs> but um i like that or I don't know. That's what I like to see them go back to. I but I do think if they if they bring back any old jersey, it'll be the the Snoop Dogg um, diagonal. Yes, the gin and juice jersey. I have that. That's my favorite jersey. Is the, the Pittsburgh guy? That's a sweet jersey because it had the logo on the shoulders. Yeah. Classic Lemieux Yager era. When I think of the other ones that you were mentioning, I was thinking I think of Peter Nedved, uh, Marty Straka, all those guys that wore that jersey. Um, Darius Kasparitis. but. Um, what about the alternates that they've had? Like they have the winter classic baby blues. Remember everyone remembers in Buffalo with the snow and Sidney yeah. Crosby scoring the shootout goal. But then they also have the, I don't like to think about that winter the classic, 20th. the capitals, where it was a darker blue. And that was when Crosby had the concussion and was out forever. Um, what about the alternates? Which one do you like over the other one? Well, um, you, you bring up the, the 2011, the dark blues, they, cause they wore those as alternates beyond that right. season. And, uh the last year they wore them because you know they have you know scheduled dates going into this season where they're going to wear them the last season they actually they actually stopped wearing them you know much earlier than they're supposed to they like retired them during the season because every time they wore them someone got like a serious injury (laughs) they're that superstitious (laughs) like like start starting with Crosby's concussion I mean like Malkin had a serious injury with them um I mean it 
there were it was literally like every time they wore them so um i think no one can choose the 2011 ones because there's clearly yeah. some bad juju going on there uh i mean the the 08 the 08 winter classic one i i love that baby blue they they i mean they wore stuff like that you know their first couple years in the league but uh i i, I really like those jerseys um, I, I don't I don't know if they'd ever go back to like a blue color scheme like that, but of the blue ones they've worn like that, I really like. The, Do you like uh, the like, yellow ones with the yellow lids that they wear now? I don't like the helmets. It, it reminds me of when the, the Steelers wore the, the bumblebees. Everyone hated them. And I've said this to my to my last breath. If they didn't have brown pants, it wouldn't have looked that bad. You're, you're right. But it's the brown pants that make it look horrible. <laughs> Like, uh, for me, yeah, it looks like they're wearing khakis, like State Farm Insurance. But still, for me, it's like, okay, if they didn't have the yellow helmets, I don't think it would be as bad. It just seems too much yellow. You like them? No. I Well, okay, so what they're wearing now, they're throwbacks to, to the 80s where they did wear the yellow helmets. Yeah, hideous. But the, the, the jerseys, they're not, like, exact copies of the 80s. Like, like they're missing, like, the triangle or something behind i don't know i feel like if you're gonna go like 80s they gotta go full 80s this is like halfway i'm not crazy about it i mean i'd like to see him scrap them for the the diagonal or i yeah. you know what Latang's actually a big proponent of the soup dog jerseys um he's juice. talked about it a few times that <laughs> um you know like would you know fans ask him on instagram you know what what jersey would you like to see them go back to uh and he 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 always you know picks the Snoop ones, but um I want I we were just talking about minor league hockey. Are there any like I so I don't know how how closely you follow minor league hockey now, but they do a lot of crazy jerseys, uh like you know one off promo nights. So like, are there any like have you seen any of those that you like? Or I mean, the, I have when, a couple. <laughs> anytime they go to like camo, I'm like, come on, like this is a little much. I saw pictures of the nailers. They had a camo night, and it was like – one time it was like a hunter's camo with that orange, like, outline. It didn't look horrible. The other time they went to the digital camo, I don't know. Like I said, I'm a classic jersey guy. I don't like a lot of the, the frills and the fancy stuff. It works for some people, <laughs> just not well, for me. So, like, I <laughs> I love when they do those weird ones. No, I mean, like, the camo ones, like, okay, you know, those are – Every team does those, but like when you get down to the ECHL, they do like like really weird ones. Like there's like a SpongeBob night where like you know one team is dressed as SpongeBob and the other team is Patrick. And I like I pulled out some of <laughs> if 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 they do like a like a really crazy or fun uh, throwback, like I'll buy the game worn jersey just to have. Like I, it's not like I'm wearing it anywhere, but like um. I mean, the first one I have, it's not like a, but it's the one you're wearing. It's like a Thunderbirds yes. throwback. But uh, Classic. <laughs> one of my favorites, they did a Pirates night. Look at this. Oh, that's awesome. Like Clint Hurdle came and dropped the hug for this. But uh, yeah, it's like the numbering, it's crazy. It's but like a, uh, It looks like a NASCAR with all the logos on it. Well, you know, they actually did do a NASCAR night in Wheeling one night where, like, they did have more logos like that. But uh, my favorite one, they did a 90s night. Oh, that's awesome. And this is one, another one where it's, like, so ugly it's good. Like <laughs> That is pretty sweet. It's Fresh like Prince the of Bel-Air. They had uh, Alfonso, Rebecca, like, Carlton, from, he, he came and, like, dropped the puck for this game. 
so yeah, I love <laughs> anytime they wear something like this crazy. I'm like, okay, I gotta buy that. And just like, just to have oh, it. <laughs> you're making my hometown look really desperate. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they've done like Duck Dynasty nights, which like getting brought a Duck Dynasty guy out sometimes. And I think that's probably when they were wearing the probably. Cambo hunting jerseys that you're talking about. Probably. Well, you know what this means? It means that we just need to get hockey back. We're talking about minor league jerseys for crying out loud. Hopefully the next time we're on, we'll be talking about real hockey. Thanks for watching.